Welcome to Romancing the Dungeon, a soft core Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I almost said Piscast. I have no idea why. <laughs> sure, that's not foreshadowing <laughs> at all. It's totally soft, soft core in my book. No. <laughs> it's like the opposite of soft core. <laughs> um, while everyone, I, I'm gonna have to understand the intro. <laughs> Welcome to Romancing the Dungeon, a soft core Dungeons and Dragons podcast. While everyone else is looking for glory, treasure, and power, our adventurers are on the greatest quest of all to find true love. So join Thane, Fia, Nathaniel, and Hephaestus as they put their hearts on the line. Last time in Romancing the Dungeon. So we made our way out of the, the cave, but I did kind of hear Thane kind of talking to himself. Or talking at someone. I couldn't make it out, really. But he seemed very angry. We kind of moved on from it though because we decided to head back towards Sop's house to get some money and also to find out what the hell these tram stamps are on our bodies. So we made his way to his house, we all kind of searched around the place and Nate got a little bit too method about it. He decided to shed his own clothes, wrap one of Sop's dirty, greasy bed towels or linen around him and started wandering around the place saying, I'm a greasy little peanut, I'm a greasy little peanut. But it seemed to work out because he found this book that seemed to have a lot of information about Adana, um, the love god who has marked us all, even though I can't read an absolute word of it. We did find out that it was written by this guy. The wise. It was written by this guy, Asmodian. um, And it was stamped with a Teheran library stamp, so maybe that might lead to something. Tezrab. Tezrab, sorry. I got the notes. (laughs) Sorry, auto spell. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you said Tehran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tehran guys. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get a quick flight from India. library in Tezarab. Anyway, we stayed in the house for a while, but Nate seemed to wander off somewhere. He's a bit of a weird guy though, so we didn't really care. Kind of started divvying up the money between ourselves and seeing what we could try and find in this book. When all of a sudden this group of mercenaries came into the house. Thane seemed to know them though, but they did not seem happy to see him. Wham wham. <laughs> where that was going. Like, it was. They didn't sure see that way to see him. How are them dudes the hazard going to get out of this trouble? <laughs> Just cut to us all shrugging. <laughs> are you lonely, miserable, or horny? Well, you've taken the first step to solving your problems. At least your dating ones. Welcome to D8. Devoted, desired, dreamy or dirty, dapper dates for dejected daters. My name is Roz Graypurse, founder, CEO, love wizard, and the woman that always wants to speak to your manager. <laughs> to get started, please fill out the attached questionnaire. Question 4. What's the first thing you notice about a potential lover? The first thing I notice? Well, that's easy. How gullible they are. No, I kid, I kid, I kid. Uh, nice hair, and how much they're willing to pay attention to me. Um, first thing I notice? Well, it's not really something physical about them. It would just be this instant spark, this burning flame of desire between us. Um, they need to be beside each other. There'd just be this speaking of souls across the way towards each other before we'd even ever really notice anything like that. Hi everyone, welcome back to another edition of Thane's Tidbits here in episode 4. We're going to be talking about what I first notice in 
a romantic partner. Now, if you remember the last Thane's tidbits, I tend to get stabbed on first dates. So naturally, the first thing I do notice about a potential romantic partner is any small knives on their person. If they're carrying large weapons, perhaps they're magically inclined. Do they have their teeth filed down to fangs? That's kind of the top three that you always got to look out for and take it from me. You do want to look out for the fangs because no one checks the teeth until they get you. Thanks for listening to Thane's Tidbits. Well, uh, generally speaking, I tend to zone in on any sort of insecurity, whether it's uh, a unibrow, a a crooked tooth, just, you know, anything that I can use against them if they get a bit too uppity. Last episode, once you stage him after your description of an ideal first date. Now, once oh. you actually punch him in the throat, do you understand my problem? <laughs> it's push and pull, push and pull. Yeah. Wow. Oh, God. What a diverse array of different interests. <laughs> you are all amazing, unique people. And I'm sure there's someone out there for all of you. And in some cases, a restraining order. <laughs> We've actually forgotten to divvy up a bit of experience here and there. So we were supposed to do it in the last episode. Um, We've had, oh, if you really like like Dungeons and Dragons combat podcasts, you are going to really hate this one because we've only fought once, like Hmm. four episodes, one bit of combat. So hopefully you're sticking around for the dick jokes. Um, (laughs) Gotta love the dick. (laughs) <laughs> we certainly uh, do we, we, we do um, we're all aficionados <laughs> yeah uh, yeah sorry sorry Amber <laughs> sorry for outing you as well Amber <laughs> sorry I've lost my train of thought I think <laughs> yeah so uh, experience so the way our, our experience system is working is basically I just give you whatever experience I feel like giving you uh, and then we also divvy out the experience from beating up some bad guys or good guys or um, innocent NPCs that um, tracks so in the first two episodes you guys pulled in a lovely lovely total of 300 experience points so that's from role playing and again another uh, 100 from episode 3 so that's a whopping total of 400 XP in, in three episodes so well done you guys wow and this is episode 4 Everything is glowing with white light. Before you in this sort of seamlessly... You know that tunnel in Harry Potter? Mm. That. Except there's an altar and Dumbledore isn't there. There's also not a naked Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's um, no fun. Yeah, sorry. That, that is there as well. That's happening beside you. <laughs> separate dream sequence. <laughs> but we're on a budget here, so we have to kind of lump that in a bit. Um, we don't have the green screen effect. Everything is glowing kind of white. It's that sort of ethereal, heavenly, divine glow. And everything is radiating. And you can make out, you know, you can make out the pews. You can make out the, the altar. You can make out... The trebuchets. The trebuchets? Uh, yeah, you can make out those. That word I just used there. You can make out all those things. Uh, in this grand, grand cathedral that you're standing in. Oh. And all around you, th- this completely serene music just bellows as in one corner of, of this uh, miraculous dream church, uh, you see all your old bandmates together and they don't hate you. Um, <laughs> and they are, they're just, they're playing this music out because it's for you and it's about love and uh, your friends that you imagine uh, are there as well. And your family that didn't disown you are there as well. And everything is just perfect. And coming down the aisle is this 
absolutely stunning, smoking hot babe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the dress is, it's kind of rock chic. It's, it's short. It's kind of punk. But she's, and she's, she's, strut, she's not walking down this aisle. She's strutting down this aisle to the, yeah, to the, she to the, to the, to the music. And everything about this is some really awful 80s trashy music video vibe going <laughs> from it. Like, it's that, like, yeah, every, every, and you're wearing white too, because why not? And Why can't it be about me? Exactly. It's your wedding day, goddammit. Yeah, it's um, my day. The bride eventually comes to a stop across from you, and you see, again, her face is, is completely covered by this veil. Kind of in between the two of you appears Father Sops, very much alive and very much happy to be so. He begins to recite some sermon and passages from various different texts and tomes about the holiness of matrimony and how complete the circle is and the circle is the perfect shape and it's all utterly boring. And <laughs> as your mind begins to wander, you just this is not how it's supposed to be. This is not what love is. You just exclaim, I do. And then as you as those words just burst forth from you, you you take your bride in your arms and you whip the veil uh, away from her face and what greets you is this old old woman with deep set wrinkles um heavy red lipstick seeping into the cracks in her lip parts of it have stained her teeth uh she's wearing heavy blue eyeshadow her hair is thin and whisked up to kind of cover parts of it that are, are, are balding or have fallen out and there are very very wrinkled decaying blue flowers kind of just prized into it and her eyes are completely and totally fixed on you and there is sort of an effervescence about them a twinkling in them but you're not sure if it's love or glaucoma and <laughs> she she just she her eyelashes flutter uh, or again she could possibly be having a stroke she purses her lips and as hard as you try to push her away from you she leans in and the last thing you remember other than her lipstick stained teeth are her cold damp lips pressing against yours oh and no. you snap awake <sighs> you find yourself lying in a rather small cot uh, wrapped in a blanket your head is throbbing it looks to be kind of late afternoon early evening and you hear some rustling uh, in the room outside. Am I, am I clothed? No. Uh, you are very much... You are wrapped in a sheet. Um, sort of seductively. Like, oh. oh no. Your hand feels uh, really heavy. Like burdened. As if something has trapped you or bound you almost. Mm. Um, and it's throbbing a little bit. And as you stare down at it, you see this over-embellished ornate gold band um, just wedged onto your ring finger. Oh. Okay. Um, I, I, okay, I need to I need to look around for my clothes. Uh, give me a perception check. Okay. That would be 15. Oh, we are rolling way better than the last episode, thank God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, in, in a corner, you see your clothes have been sort of, well, your, your, your undershirt is thrown over a chair which has fallen aside. There's a boot that seems to have knocked over a wash basin, now sitting kind of half soaked with some water t- tapping against it. You can't really see your underpants, your 
Um, your your actual pants are thrown over the top of a cupboard. Yeah, your clothes are everywhere. And there's women's clothes everywhere as well. Okay, well, um, as gingerly as I possibly can, I'm going to get all my clothes and put them on. Whatever I can find, just get it on. Now, when you say gingerly, yes. do you mean stealthily? Yeah, I don't want to be heard. Okay, give me a stealth check. Cool. Oof. Cool. That's oh, uh, nine. No, no, nine. Um, <laughs> it's that sort of like you, you bend down. You're like, I'm, I'm not going to make any noise. I'm, I am, I am a leaf on the wind. And then your arse bangs into the chest of drawers and it sends it over. There's a cat somewhere and you stepped on it. And yeah, every noise that you possibly could have made, you now make um, in your desperate attempt to not make noise. It's that sort of. I'm going to creep in while my other half's sleeping and I've been out on the piss all night. And then you're like, I am so quiet. And they're just sitting you, staring at you. With utter <laughs> the second you hear the, the, the rustling in the kitchen stop and I just, everything just is silent. I also freeze. The doorknob turns very, very slowly. I run at the door and hold it closed. Okay, give me a strength check. <laughs> oh, that is a 16. Why am I rolling strength for this old lady? But here we go. I mean, lady. <laughs> that would be a two, which is probably oh. the amount of strength she has in her body. Um, yeah, you just wedge yourself against the door, putting way more muscle into it than you needed to. But um, the door doesn't even kind of like push against it. You just hear kind of a, a, a frail old voice just kind of whimper from behind. My love, is that you? No. <laughs> oh, darling. Games on our wedding day. Oh, jolly merriment! I I have prepared so, so, some lunch for us. If 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 you if you would dare to have it with me out on the veranda, I would love nothing more. Go downstairs, and I will join you shortly. Oh, I'm utterly titillated with the idea of it. Oh, I, I I will see you in a moment. And you hear footsteps, just kind of like. I would say pitter-patter, but she's so frail, they just ghost, like, <laughs> down the hallway. Okay, I am going to put all my clothes on in a regular fashion. Okay. That doesn't require a roll. Non-gingerly roll. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, um, I am going to, just while I'm here and while she knows I'm here and she knows I'm up, I'm just going to have a little look around the place, see if I can find anything of interest. Um, you can give me an investigation check. That is a... 20 unnatural okay you, you're kind of like you're looking at the odd cupboard um it's weird the the first cupboard that you or dresser that you open it's 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 <clears throat> the clothes are definitely not the clothes that any of the girls that you would ever take home would be mm. uh, wearing but there's two types there's sort of frumpy old kind of housemaid like pinny apron tattered old blouse sort of thing uh, work overalls nothing kind of fancy and then there's like overly garish these were hip 40 years ago kind of gowns hanging and they don't even match in terms of sizes like one would definitely fit a shorter more stout curvy woman whereas the gowns are very slim and corseted so this is odd they don't they don't match one looks very expensive one looks like it was made from like dirt (laughs) just as a quick aside is this in any way inspired by that episode of misfits 
I have no idea what you're talking about. That's fine. <laughs> then. That's fine. Let's move on. I mean, I know what Misfits is. I just yeah. I don't There's know. an episode in the first season of Misfits with Robert Sheehan, and you know they all have like superpowers. Yeah. And basically, he gets seduced by this woman. She goes home with it, and then it turns oh, out that yeah. it's an oh, old wow. woman with the power oh, to turn herself young. <gasps> yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be cutting this part from the podcast. <laughs> okay. Take okay. That, Robert Sheehan. <laughs> your lawyers. <laughs> I um. Okay. Cool. So just clothes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go to the window and just have a little look out. Am I sort of up a story on no, the it's like the, the ground is like right there. It's a very low window and everything. Well, in that case, I open the window and I sneak out. Okay, give me another stealth check. That is a 16. Okay, you, yeah, you're like, you're, you just push the window open and you step out one foot out onto the gravel and you're like, oh, gravel crunches. And then the other foot goes out and then you're out. And you're looking around and you all you can see kind of against what you're looking at is like the edge of a forest. There's a small little plot of land that has a few potato plants growing. There's the, the you hear the odd sound of a chicken. It's it's weird. It's it's late afternoon, early evening almost. And when you left Herb or when you went to the Prancing Mule, it was just kind of early morning. Mm. So about eight or nine hours have passed and you don't remember a goddamn thing. Okay. Okay, I need to get my bearings. I don't recognize a Anything. single thing. Yeah. Do I find any sort of like clearing where like a path has maybe been walked or? No, well, there, I mean, there is around you because obviously this is mm. the back of the house. So there's a few bits and pieces, a path to the left and a path to the right. But chances are they're circling, they're circling around the house where people have walked, you know, to go to the garden or to go to the front or what's up. But there's no, you're at the back of the house and you don't see any other dwellings around you. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think I'm just going to like walk just forward okay, and just woods. keep going till I can find some sort of something. So you, you cross the tree line and you start to wander into the woods. You just hear a voice just kind of calling out Nate! Natesy poo! But it's it's old and withered and is just kind of getting drifting on the wind and it hurts your ears. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Ooh, that would be a six. Roll a d4 for psychic damage. Cool. That's a three. You feel a searing pain erupt at the base of your back, just above your butt, almost as if someone has whipped you with thorns. But it's not a physical pain you feel anymore. It's it's sort of a, a, a body-soul type thing as your mind is lashed uh, and your heart stings. We cut back to uh, an hour or two earlier. Thane has just stepped out into the corridor to be greeted by Nana Rash. And now Sykes, Nana has dropped her hammer, uh, has still, is still holding it, mm. uh, and has just sort of declared the, her, her companions to follow her or to, to come out and see what she has found. If you ain't a sight for sore eyes. I was really just going to say the same thing about you. And you as well, Sykes, but to a lesser extent. He just mm, nods. She just... She's not let go of the hammer, but she runs towards you and she just kind of claps both arms around you. And as she does, the hammer kind of bashes into a kind of a grandfather clock that's down there and she's completely smashed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just in smithereens. And like, as soon as she runs up to you, so does Rash. And Rash just like, yeah. you feel everything kind of shake and just move. You're feeling this, the stuff in the kitchen is kind of rattling. You've still got one leg out the door or out the window rather. Yeah. But yeah, and he just like, 
she's throwing her arms around you and immediately he's up on top of both of you and he's over you and it's just like this hug from Nana is good getting to pet Rash this is great I'm loving this just petting him a lot who but doesn't oh, love to pet Rash no one everyone oh. I don't yeah. know or wonder where his name came from yeah. oh. and, and immediately you feel his raspy tongue kind of just lick straight into your head uh, <laughs> okay Rash okay okay and there he is there's a trailer just slime that uh, was that was lovely but it's uh, Taylor's wagon and so it's his butt uh, <laughs> and then he starts kind of scratching at the smashed up grandfather clock and Nana takes a step back and Sykes kind of steps up to you as well just kind of, his arms kind of just folded mm. what what are you doing here well we're I'm not here praying uh, what are you what are you guys doing here oh we we've got a job so we, we Sykes got a job and we've come here and we're just and now we've run into you what, what are the chances of this well we we were just finishing your job and kind of elbowing Sykes like what it's he's just kind of elbowing him like uh. it's so crazy it's a small painfully small world uh what's your job ransacking a rectory no 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 we're, we're looking for some lost old broad come on let's sit down like clearly you're renting this place let's go and have a drink let's come on we're going uh I'll, I'll tell you this for nothing uh there's no drinks in here we've already uh we've been here a while uh we're minding it for the 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 priest in town sops don't know if you know him yeah father sops yeah, yeah. nice guy a uh, bit weird bit greasy yeah. but um we almost peanut like you would say <laughs> yeah an old peanut an old greasy peanut yeah, an that's, unloved that's, that's what Sykes always describes don't you Sykes <laughs> like she's just kind of punching him in the chest and he's not like his yeah, Sykes, you do say that. Mm. Yeah. Um, listen, I have a few friends in the kitchen. Uh, you want to meet them? No, oh, yeah, come on. Any friend of yours is a friend of ours, or at least like a, de- like, you know, a an acquaintance. acquaintance. Yeah, something I like that. I take my leg back in from the window. Okay. Um, well, as you're, you're doing that as sort of they come in and it's like, I'm just exercising. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you, you see this, this dwarven woman, well-built bright red hair kind of pulled up into this kind of small little ponytail uh, she steps in and she immediately puts the hammer down on a dresser and the, the kind of the, the delf that was sitting in it all kind of rattle and then in comes bounding this dog who's like immediately got his face into like a sack of spuds and he's just <laughs> uh, and standing kind of leaning against the door frame is this sort of angsty half orc wrapped in kind of tan and brown leather there is a crossbow on his side on, on his right side and a short sword on his left He's just kind of leaning against it. His arms just sort of folds and he just kind of nods at the two of you. So you said you were looking for... Uh, by the way, everyone, this is uh, Sykes and Nana. Nana, this is uh, Hephaesta and Fia. They just helped me on our last job and it went really well. Right, guys? Oh, that's... Oh, look at you. Look at you making friends. Yeah, thanks. Um, so what's this old broad you're looking for? Oh, some rich stuff's gone and lost his sister and he's... He's, oh, he's paying well. Don't get me wrong. He's paying well. He's he's paying real well. But we we just gotta find her and bring her back. What's her name? Um. Why do you want to know? Because maybe we know her and we could help you. Mm. Many hands make short work. Many hands also means smaller payouts. Oh, uh, we won't take any of your money. We're friends. Friends don't take each other's money. All right then. Yeah. Um, you know me, Nana. Come on, I don't care about I money. I do know you, and that's why I'm a little apprehensive, to be yeah. honest. I don't. Why I, am I now talking like this? <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, money makes me really angry. <laughs> Real rough. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm not entirely sure, but you, Eugenia Flatstone. Eugenia. Yeah. Beautiful name, just roll. Of the Flatstone family, though. There's a, there's ring a bell. Money. Anyone? Sounds familiar, but I can't. Place it. I probably ran into her. We've been in town a day or so. I've 
Tavern's been all we got. Old going. broad, blue hair, blue flowers in her hair. That's that's all we got. Mm, no, no, description. no, sorry. Sure, it's not a Eugene. No, it's Eugenia. What a weird Old, name. Old rich white bitch. That's all we got. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where the white came in there, but it's there now. She wears a lot of white. She obviously, always wearing white. She's a yeah. rich old honky ass bitch. <laughs> 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 Crack a jack, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, we just came in and the pub's empty, so we came over here because the door was open, so... The pub's empty, that's weird. I, I mean, mean, is it? The the barmaid's kind of yeah, there, there was a lot of people She's around, what? though. Oh, yeah, she uh, died, yeah. I, there's, some, there's something going around. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I mean, she kind of covers her hand over her mouth. Yeah, you should, should go around. Uh, you I should be fine. I don't think it affects dwarves. She was a uh, human. So oh, that's all right, then. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, they all, was there anyone around town? Is there what? Was there anyone around town? There's a few half-naked people, but that's about it. Yeah. 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 Sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, that's that tracks. I mean, we're also looking for one of our friends. He's just kind of up and left. Are we looking for him? I feel like we're not not looking for him. We do have to give him his ten gold pieces. Oh, no. Yeah. Ten? Are you are you pocketing five? No, I feel like we're going to reduce it by how Chances far, okay, how no, long he's I'm gone. That yeah. Chances are... Your man thing, he's probably pocketing a little bit more than oh. he says he is. Oh, I'm watching. And again, she's just she's now kind of like elbow shoving you. This is complete character assassination, Nana. You know this. Nah, stop making me stop making me look I'm bad in front of my new friends. Lot. I like her. I oh. like her. She's good. Yeah, Nana. She's good people. Yeah. Yeah, good with a hammer and lots of other things. But anyway, you know that's all well, I'm after. We have to go searching. And she for kind of shimmies our- her armor. She goes. <clears throat> We have to go searching nice. for a friend, Nate. Why don't we help each other out? And no, we don't. Look for both. <laughs> I mean, if there's coin on the table and you're looking... We'll us. give you five gold pieces if you help us find Nate. Ah, uh, we'll give you Nate's money. Yeah, if you help us find Nate, there's... How much is Nate's money? Ten gold pieces, like I just said. And she kind of... Sykes, and she just looks back over at Sykes and he just... He shakes his head. And uh, just kind of gestures at what would be some sort of watch device on his wrist. <laughs> uh, but obviously he's not there and he just kind of nods. <clears throat> time sorry loves you know sucks one job's enough um but best of luck looking for your mate uh and if we what's what's he look like uh, he's a bard he's tall elf. slimy wears a lot of black looks like an asshole but um, not like an asshole no exactly like an asshole if, and well, anatomically if, if see yeah Asshole, asshole. If we see an asshole, <laughs> if, we see an, if we see an asshole wearing all black, that's greasy. We'll we'll tell him that you were looking for him. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, s- send him back here. But um, yeah. Okay. She kind of she grabs the hammer and she kind of gives Rash kind of a, like a tap with her foot. She doesn't kick him, but kind of a tap. And he just, he just turns around and his face is just literally covered in like. Smushed up raw potato. Um, he's a little and mashed he's still potato. Got, like, three or four in his mouth. And I he's love like, him. And there's just puddles of drool just dripping down from his face with chunks of potato in it. And he's just kind of swallowing the rest of the potato. And he kind of just plumps and plunders out the door. Rash goes first. Sykes follows after. And I just kind of tips uh, her two fingers to you. And it's like, well, lovely running into you again, Thane. And yeah, I'll Thane's see you when I see new you. Friends. Remember, Asshole wearing black, greasy. That's it. Got it. Yeah, That's rich it. white bitch. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Wearing white. Yeah. Of course. Got that part. Yeah. Blue flowers in her hair. Okay. Got it. Easy. 
they head out. Um, so what we're you, you guys are going to look for? Nate. Are going to look for Nate? Yeah. yeah, I feel like we should we should at least go find him, make sure he's not dead, and then if you want him to be dead, Festa, you can beat him up. Don't play me like that. Uh, so what we're going to do here is they are searching yeah. uh, for Eugenia, and you guys are searching for for Nate. Cool. So what we're going to have happen is. If you guys roll, one of you decides who's going to do kind of, um, we're going to, tracking will be under survival. One of you's going to roll for that. I've got a I'm plus five. for um, Sykes to do his uh, his tracking check as well, because he's, he's a tracker. That's what he does. Sounds good. Um, and I get advantage because I'm the DM. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> All right, here we go. That was a five. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a 17. Oh, okay, well, you win because I got a nine. Uh, <laughs> like, even with his bonuses. Don't mess so, with pain. Whoopee. Um, the, your first port of call is the Prancing Mule. It's where, where you would suspect it's the only other place he could possibly be. Um, you get there and you there's uh, people are kind of whispering and talking about the wedding. The, the, the wedding of the century. Um, Do I see my good old friend, Swamp-Eyed Woman in town? Swamp-Eyed Woman is nowhere to be seen. I'm sad about um, that. I'm just going to kind of walk over to whoever's kind of closest and just ask them, hi, I'm just wondering, sorry to interrupt. Um, um, and a, a guy who just kind of like sits up, he was sitting kind of across a table from you and he sits up and he leans back and you can see that he's got a terrible hickey on his neck. And Gross. There's <laughs> kind of, uh, his shirt's kind of half ripped open and he's got what looks to be a very, very brand new, fresh and definitely infected nipple piercing. Oh. oh. Bad life choices. What what wedding are you on about? Oh, the new barmaid and some slip of a lad. Was, um, it, the, was, it, the, was it the bard? The half-elf No, bard? it wasn't the bard. The bard's... Wait, what? The half-elf bard. Uh, I just thought he had really big ears. Like... <laughs> I don't see race. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. No, it's just he's our friend. We're trying to find him. And Would you say he was an asshole dressed in black? Yeah. That's the guy, yeah. They're getting married. There. What? Up by the fields near Ella's house. Okay, I rush back to the two and tell them, like, guys. There, okay, the bar is not that big. You don't have to rush anywhere. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I swing miles to the others <laughs> across the room. Yeah. <laughs> so I turn to the other two. Yeah, we did hear that. Okay, cool. We go? I don't know where Ella's house is. Um... Where is Ella's house? Oh, behind the bar. And he just kind of points in like that way, like in a kind of a circle around, and he just like one finger kind of lingering, and it's just behind the bar. Behind the bar. Uh, There's uh, a path. Like, do I have to do everything? Like, this is not my D and D podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, go back about your drinks. I yeah. go running out. I am like angry mumbling married married who does he think he is and like my hands are on fire but i am running around the back of the tavern and like down whatever path i see yeah we're running straight after her, just like okay we can't let her get that angry because she might actually kill him That's well plan. there's actually little puffs of smoke coming off of her she's running like this is kind of the smoke out of the ears yeah. kind of. <laughs> <laughs> in, in case she looks back keep a smile on your face okay i'm always smiling uh, you look back and you just see Thane like I roll to smile. <laughs> that is a ten. Oh, it's yeah, it's kind of a just it's like you know that you're the in It's the, a Mona Lisa the, smile. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> is the smiling or is the, or his eyes following me around the room. <laughs> That's what the Mona Lisa does. <laughs> sure, I know lots about art and sculptures. We're cultured. Find DM. Yeah, it's not all just dick tug jokes, you know. <laughs> we yeah. sorry, dick tug jokes. What is that? What you? Yeah, maybe said. What did he say? He said dick tug. Dick tug. <laughs> oh, well, I have the dick tug to yeah. 
<laughs> or saying. Listen, knows? that's They're what we the same. What are we really <laughs> here for? Let that one slide. <laughs> that's I, after the podcast. I told you to wait. Uh, <laughs> listen, Nate. Geez. I never let a dick tug slide. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're running down the path and immediately you can see there's a small little cottage in the distance. And as you kind of, as it gets closer, Hephaestus, give me a perception check. Oh, natural 20. Oh yeah, you see him straight away. You'd recognize that that tall, lanky, scrawny ass slinking away from a situation (laughs) anywhere. And you see, dressed in black, uh, you see Nate disappearing into the woods from the back of the cottage. At the front of the cottage, the rest of you now see this woman sitting there with a, a parasol kind of protecting her from the, the oh, late no. afternoon sun. There is a small little platter of very badly made sandwiches that have been like you know, pressed a little too much. Oh, the kind of oh, slipped no. out and there's a bit of ham sticking out. And, <laughs> and, and they're all kind of crudely cut into what you thought were triangles. Uh, but lesser. it's like half a triangle, half a square type thing happening. <laughs> it's She's never made a sandwich before in her life. But oh, she tried, no. God damn it. Um, <laughs> And she used lard because it wasn't butter. She thought it was the same oh, thing. No. So she's Woof. sitting there at the table as you kind of approach. And she's like, good, good day to you, fine people of Herb. How, how, how lovely it is that you, you would visit us on this, on this day. Would you, would, you, would you please join us? My husband and I are about to have tea on the veranda. And you look around and it's <laughs> basically a dirt yard oh, with no. a stump and a slightly bigger stump. Which you got the sandwich is sitting on. I kind of just lean over to a festival and like, do you want to take this or will I take this? Husband? I'll let you take that this. That slimy rat! <laughs> and I, I just deviate and start beelining towards Nate. Okay, you're heading towards Yeah, okay. I'd love a sandwich. <laughs> um, excuse me, I'm going to follow my friend here. Okay. Just to make so sure she's okay. Hephaestus and Fia, you're giving chase. You run into the woods. I'm having a sandwich. You're having a sandwich. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you, you sit down. There's no other stump to sit on. You're, you're kind of sitting on the ground and you yeah. take a sandwich. I take a knee. Like, I'm kind of just oh, like, you're you know, okay. hey, you, you knee. Oh, two proposals on the one day. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, my heart's already a flutter. I must say no to you. I'm a married woman now. <laughs> oh, I clearly came a day late, but that's fine. Oh, fiddlesticks. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's just very, like, she, you, you de- this woman is the, the definition of frazzled. No. Um, but you can see there's, there's something kind of sweet about her. There's something kind of innocent about her, even though she's in. She's definitely pushing her like late fifties, early sixties. Give me a intelligence check. Cool. Age is only a number, anyway. And he's trying to count that number. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, natural twenty. Ooh, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, you recognize her as Eugenia Flatstum, heiress to the Flatstum fortune. Do I just immediately see her and go like, "Wow, white bitch." White, sorry. <laughs> White rich bitch. Yeah, you said privilege. Oozing out of it. Um, you, well, you're right, you've seen... I feel bad seen, about that. You've seen portraits of her in some of the more prolific spaces in Tezrab. The Flatstums have donated to hospitals and schools and gardens and libraries. They own a lot of the land outlying the city of Tezrab. Probably have some of the... Probably own some of the farms here. Eugenia is kind of... She's, she's a bit eccentric. She's... She's known as the Black Widow or the Black Woody Widow uh, because she's never been married. Ah. Um, but anyone that kind of comes near her usually meets some sort of misfortune. So the stories or the legends go. All that gossip. Yeah. Are the Flatstones of like good stock or are they kind of like ringing people for all they've got? Uh, give me a wisdom that, that you're trying to recall that. 
Okay. You, there's something there. There's something at the fringes of your memory. You're like, didn't I know something else? Uh, wisdom uh, 19. She's lovely, but her brother runs the business. You can't quite place his name, but he's a bit of a weasel. Eugenia is eccentric. She's one of these eccentric millionaires who it's like it, money just, it, it doesn't, she doesn't even know what it means. She's chaotic um, good. Like she just. Yeah. And she just gives it. She doesn't, she doesn't understand it. So she's like, oh, whatever. Of course you could have a library. Um, knowing, yeah. knowing this and now being down on uh, my knee just, you know, to be at kind of, I feel like eye level to talk to her <laughs> mm-hmm. since she's sitting on a stump. Uh, I present her uh, whatever holy symbol I have in my uh, in my pack, and I'm just kind of like, it's a small gift of a of a citizen of herb to you on your uh, wedding day. Congratulations! Oh my, I, 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 I feel overcome with your generosity. I just well, you know, the god the gods bless every wedding and every night of a wedding and, and everything in between. Day and I'm surrounded by such wonderful common people and my husband will be here in a moment. I'm just eating the sandwich while she was talking like, mm-hmm, yeah. Who's your husband? Nathaniel, you, he is, he is an instrument of the muses. Oh, God. Nathaniel Obsidian McKnight? You know of him? Yeah. Yes. Wow, how did you lock that babe down? He's a free agent, uh, you know, nothing's gonna clamp him. You, uh, you better watch out. True love. Is it? Love. Wow, he purest form. You know, he never mentioned you. Our romance was a secret. My see, we woke up last morning, oh, just sore and sweaty and tired from just a really long night together. Um, (laughs) Different bed though, and he didn't say anything about you. I didn't realize there was a kind of open relationship. I suppose he was getting out of his system before he gave himself to me truly. And we'll cut from there before she goes for you. (laughs) (laughs) The holy symbol didn't, like, burn her flesh or anything, did it? No. Ah, fuck's sake. Okay, we cut to uh, Hephaestus, Thea, and Nathaniel, who is... uh, I mean, you're not, you know, sprinting out of the woods around like that, but you're... You're trying to follow the tree line and you're looking for... And you can see, you can see Herb, but you're like, I'm just going to get away from the house as much as I can without being seen by old lady. <laughs> Who you've not actually seen, by yes. the way. You've not actually, you've no idea what she looks like. You round over and barreling uh, and fuming towards you, you spy Hephaestus with Fia bringing up the rear. Okay, I... Um, hmm, I shall... Cast... Tasha's hideous laughter on Hephaestus. Okay. Okay. That. Ooh. Oh. It was a twelve. It's an eleven. Uh, my spell DC is thirteen. Oh. 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 Um, yep. The second, because you spot. I mean, he's literally his shoulders are like exposed from the tree. Like, <laughs> he's just like I'm Dumbass. hiding. No one can see me. He's hiding behind like a tiny, tiny little spruce. Um, <laughs> a spruceling. Um, <laughs> you. He kind of he turns to have a look to see who's coming, and he's he sees you, and you see him, and the fury doesn't go away. It's not gone, but just kind of it forces itself out of your throat. It's just this bellowing laughter. You fall to your knees, and you just you're like you're gasping for air, and you're just choking on laughter. And you, Fia, can see this. Nate, Nate, what are you doing? Come here. I just leg it. You want to keep running your head? You're, just, like, I, you're still heading in the same direction you were going. Oh, I boot it. Okay, <laughs> I boot after him. A crossbow bolt just, as you, you take a step, a crossbow bolt hits a tree. Oh, I don't think that was her. Sorry. Um, and like kind of just out of the tree line, you can see um, this short dwarf woman with a hammer, uh, a dog kind of bounding towards you, kind of 
Why did I make that noise? I could just put that into the thing. Um, <laughs> no, nope. keep it. Keep it. No, no, it's not going to be as good as what you um, just did. And give me a give me a perception check just to see if you can spot fourteen. No, uh, he. You can see she's talking to somebody now, but the dog is still running towards you. It's it's, it's growling, but it's 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 more like howling that it's caught the scent. Have I cut up to him? Yeah, you were there, and okay. you're still. I mean, you're still on the ground laughing. Yep. Okay, so do I see them Angry. running towards him? Yeah, you <laughs> okay, recognize. So I recognize him. Yeah. And I just like kind of shout, "Rash!" Give me a just give me a charisma. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Three. <laughs> no, uh, he just smells. He just smells the. Yep. The, the woman that he's supposed to find and he just kind of bounds into you uh, and he just knocks you over just take take one damage he, he, he just he just barrels into you and immediately he's on top of you like his his front paws are pinning you in place okay um and he's just is he drooling a lot a lot and he's yeah. sniffing everything like he's literally his nose Drool. is crotch deep yeah like he's like oh yeah Oh, suffer. I'm I, away. I am as still as possible. Okay. Nana, I don't think this is a woman you're looking for. This is our friend Nate. Well, it, it seems that your friend Nate knows the woman that we're looking for. Nate? Hmm? Who? Eugenia Falstam. Nope, nope. Never heard of her. Rash picked up her scent and he's she definitely picked it up off of you. Me? <laughs> as if. What about the woman up at the house that Thane's with? Hmm? Sorry, what house? There's a house just over there. Thane's entertaining some old woman. Oh. Uh, all right, Rash, come here, boy. And she's... And Rash is kind of like, he's like, yeah, he unburies his head from your crotch. Uh, your <laughs> crotch is now soaked in dog drool. Oh. Uh, lots of it. Uh, it looks like you're not having a good time. No. Um, Many a fluid. They kind of, they start to run in the direction that you pointed at. And immediately kind of out of the, the thick of the trees and the brush, uh, you see a half-orc man just step and he kind of just places the cro- a short crossbow on his side and he kind of starts to run in the direction of the house as well. Nate, what the hell is going on? Uh, uh, nothing. I, I don't know what. Uh, I stand up and lock eyes with Nate. Husband? Pretty funny, huh? <laughs> no! And I shoot um, like a, a fireball. At him? Next to him. Oh. Yeah, I'm not trying. I'm at his feet. I don't mind if his shoes get cinched. Okay, so yeah. So that's just a cantrip. A kind of a small little hail of fire or sparks just kind of flip out from her hand and they just, they strike the ground and your boots. Yeah, it's hot and it stings. Like a few bits of it kind of catch your any any open skin or revealed skin. What are you doing? I'm going to be very honest with you right now and tell you that I don't know. So you're kind of running away from the situation? This is what he does. Every time. Thing. Behind you, you hear the approach of uh, a very loud rash. And Nana and Sykes. Cool. Uh, before I turn around, I just, uh, I say to Eugenia, I was like, listen, I don't mean to alarm you, but there are people who are out looking for you because you've uh, run away from home, I heard. I am a woman of a certain age. I, I didn't run away from home. I simply do not wish to. I told Norris that I really did not want to go to the convent. I, I, I'm i a woman in her prime. You're definitely both on all of these things, but they don't see it that way. And well, you, uh, you, must, you, you must tell them. You must tell them that I am a married woman now and I will be with my husband and they can speak to him if they wish to take me away. Well, he's not here, is he? He'd be out here with you if he was. Well, 
He's in the house. I'll go get him. You hold him and I'll go get them. All right. Uh, one more thing, Eugenia. I don't work for free, so. Fine. I'm, I, I, I'm a woman of means and I have a man now that'll take care of me as well even if I am cut off who cares exactly uh, Nathaniel has told me about all the songs that he's written and all the money that he has made in all his letters so who, who cares money 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 is trivial that's uh, great you go in and find and him and she kind of yeah she runs into the house kind of pulling up her dress in that sort of like <laughs> huff kind of way and all the time oh my god I've got to get here Nana approaches and she's we keep running into each other, we, huh? We really do. It's a funny day for that, it's isn't it? Really is. Now, what brings you out here? Looking for uh, looking for new real estate? No, I am looking for the woman that you are quite rich white in. rich white bitch. Yeah, yeah, she's inside. Yeah, yeah, she is. So if you could just move your leaning to the other side. No, it's fine because we actually found her. So I think. By the code and by the way this stuff works. Last I checked, you were people of honor. Uh, it's my find. See, you might have been put on the job, but you, uh, you done goofed it. I did. I we didn't goof anything, but you are correct, Sykes and I are definitely people. Why have I now got an Irish accent? <laughs> <laughs> she's an a trick. She's a tricksy one, that <laughs> Nana. She's a well-traveled woman. You make a very, very good point. It's just that Sykes and I are good people, but. Rash here, he's not people at all. And immediately Rash just goes straight down and is just growling. And fangs are bared and the drool is... All right, Rash, cut it off. Do we, 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 don't, we don't have any time for this. No, you're, you're a little bit away. Hey, look, guys, we've, we've, we've done jobs before. I know you guys. There's no need for all this kind of standing on ceremony. Um, you hear a kind of a crash inside. Courtesy's sake, I'm going to give you to the count of three here, Thane, and then... Then you can keep counting as long as you want, but you didn't get... You messed up your job. All right, keep counting. Two. I draw my weapons. Three. Rash, sick him. He lunges straight at you with his jaws wide open. He's not... Yeah, he knows you. He's he's, he's just going to go for a leg. Um, (laughs) You know... He's going to go for a leg. One Um, of those... Tracy? uh, Fifteen. Okay, no. uh, He kind of snaps, and you, again preparedness mm. uh, you just kind of take a kind of a sweeping step back you're still kind of blocking the door yeah. uh, there's still a lot more fumbling and crashing and then it stops okay uh, since I dodged I'm just going to step back towards the door uh, hand crossbow and blade drawn and I'm just going to prepare the dodge action say to them listen there's no need to fight about this you're both people of words well you Nana Sykes not so much let's figure this out like rational people or I can gut you and leave you dead here I don't care except and I'm not sure if you're the best accountant thing. There's one, two, three, three of us. I like those odds. Uh, as do we, because easy pickings. And at this stage, she's kind of just, the hammer is on the ground and it's just, she's just kind of swinging it back and forth. Give me a perception check. Cool. She's got two hammers. Uh, perception, <laughs> that's 21. You don't see Sykes. With that 21? Yeah, gone. Like it's the first thing you notice. he's not there at all at all. Well, all right. Now, there's one, two, and she looks back. There's two of us. <laughs> yeah. And one of me. Yeah. And let's go. And again, as a bo- uh, sorry, just as a bonus action, I step forward one step. And I look her dead in the eye. I take my blade and I just lightly uh, draw it across my neck. And uh, now I have my crimson right damage. So. Okay. All right. We will come back to. We're gonna. We'll roll initiative. 
and then we will come back to the woods. Um, ba, 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 ba. That is a 14. You're going first. Cool. Then Nana, then Rat. Nice. Okay. Cut to the woods, and just in the distance, you can make out a woman running towards you, kind of carrying a bag or like a makeshift bag, and she's just bolting it into the woods, and she's just running towards you. My love, my love, you you must come. We you, there there there's some dangerous men after me, and you must you must protect me. You must save me from them. You must they must not bring me home. I look at her. I look at Hephaestus and Fia. And I sort of go, sort of do that look of, like, I don't say anything. I'm sort of just like, hmm? You heard your wife. Hmm? (laughs) All right, then. Sweetie. (laughs) Coming up behind her very, very fast, uh, you see Sykes uh, giving chase. Um, He's got uh, his sword drawn. I draw my short bow. Okay. This is going to be weird. We've got two separate combat happening. Yes. So we are going to go with you guys and give me an initiative roll. Ooh. Natural 20. 13. And 13. Okay. So of the two of you, who has the higher decks? I have 15. 17. Ooh, oh, nice. So I'm just going to call out to Sykes and uh, motion to to Eugenia and just be like, is this who you're after? Yeah. Right. Take her. Right. Uh, Yeah, he is now kind of on her uh, and kind of has one arm wrapped uh, kind of around her waist and the sword is drawn uh, and kind of up around. Now, he's not pressing it against her, but he has it kind of in in defense. Yeah. I'm kind of like looking at Nate because like obviously being like the whole romantic thing and the fact that they're married and stuff, I'm like... What are you doing? That's your wife. I cast Bane. So Sykes has to make a charisma saving throw. And he's got plenty of that. Weirdly <laughs> enough, um, I think I might have copy and pasted these in the wrong way. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> According, I, I definitely did. He's got plus one and Nana has minus four. <laughs> yeah, I definitely pasted those into the wrong stack. She's all style and no substance. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else does make sense. You're just like, what? I will, yeah. I'll, so I'll be rolling for that. What's your spell saving? 13. Oh, 11. Oh, cool. Okay, so... He has that now, and then I'm going to... She's old, man. I'm going to wrench her from his grasp. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so you're going to, on your, on your so, bonus action, run towards them. He's actually going to attack, because you're now approaching, uh, and he's reacting to that, and he's going to actually try and shoot you with his crossbow. Oh, for the love of God. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming your AC is higher than 10. Yes. Yeah, okay. He got 10. <laughs> well, he didn't. He, he got 14, and then, obviously, 4 off. So oh. He got 10. Uh, yeah, he... He draws the crossbow and he, he he fires, but he he fired too quickly and it just it just shoots wildly and it just whizzes into the woods. It is Eugenia and she is just well actually she's yeah, she's she's thrashing around so she's gonna see if she can get free. Um, and it's gonna be a strength posing rolls. So for oh my god! And then and then rolled, and then <laughs> she did it. Right? She did it. <laughs> she rolled a five. He rolled a two plus two. Oh. <laughs> and he would have had to roll the d4. Oh and, God, actually, yeah, yeah so, so he's got like negative. <laughs> he rolled a one. Uh, <laughs> an unnatural one. Uh, so, 
Oh um, my god. Yeah, she just she's thrashing around and she just kind of wriggles about in, in such a way and she because she he's much taller than her and much bigger than her. Uh, and she just kicks back and she manages to boot him uh, into the nuts. Nice. Uh, he winces, <laughs> drops, and she's immediately on her hands and feet and she's just scrambling up and she runs straight into your arms. Oh Nathaniel What the drama of it all it's, it's, it's like something from a novel <laughs> tell me about it <laughs> and uh, the second she's in your hands all you smell are mothballs and lavender <laughs> and her skin feels a little bit loose and she's just she is a tiny tiny frail dandelion like there is there is nothing rock chick books me you know hardcore edge about this woman at all this is not dire heart raven um, but she sounds so cute <laughs> I, um, I'm just gonna run. You're gonna start with her in my arms. Okay. And as I run, I'm gonna just look to Fess be like, "Fuck you, vicious mockery." (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to make it clear that I haven't actually hurt him or attempted to at any point. Just physically, yeah. Emotionally. Yeah. Well. So if you can, what does that even mean? Make a wisdom saving throw. Fifteen. Yeah, you got it. You don't know damage there. Uh, (laughs) No damage there. She's Um, used to your negs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, As you were, so we're going to say that was your goal effectively. Yep. Um, Hephaestus, what are you? How are you reacting? So you, um, Nathaniel has rushed or Nate has just rushed past you, carrying Eugenia Eugenia in his arms. What are you doing? Oh, jeez. I do like your friends. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that makes one of us. <laughs> no, and she just she kind of just brushes her hand against your cheek and it holds it just a little longer than you would have liked. Um, yeah, run, savor you asshole, and then I'm going to Eldritch blast a tree in front of them to try and knock it down. <laughs> That's like one of those really dodgy like late two thousands rom coms. Yeah. but I love her so much. <laughs> yeah. Hit that tree. Oh. oh, I missed the tree with a big old two. Okay, um, yeah. Again, it's more just out of frustration that before you've even realized what you're doing, you're like, your hand is up and this energy just culminates and you just hear in the back of your mind, just kind of in your ear, do it, girl. Get him. Um, <laughs> and just this, this, it's just rage and fury and it just, this fire just bursts into your hand and it's blue and it's navy and it's purple and then it's hot. And it just erupts, and a nearby tree just immediately just explodes and splinters. <laughs> it is nowhere near you. You're totally fine. In fact, <laughs> the tree does not exist anymore. It has just evaporated. Uh, In fact, it's been blasted out of your way, and you've declared Yeah. Okay, I'm going to shoot my short bow at six. Seven, three, ten. You rolled a ten. Well, I got ten hit. That's not going to do buckets to me. Um, no, she rolled 15 to hit. Oh, 15 to hit. Sorry, okay. She rolled 15 to hit. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> and 10, you, okay. You kind of step into the path uh, that uh, Nate was running on and you just, you draw your short bow and you release the arrow and just as Sykes kind of just recovers and is beginning to kind of get his bearings again, he, you, you strike him right into the shoulder with an arrow and he's kind of, uh, he's knocked back okay. and he just gets up and he, he, he just roars out, Nana, Rash, get your asses here. And we cut to a few moments earlier where you guys rolling for, you, we rolled for initiative. Uh, we did, yeah. we did roll so for initiative. 
You're going first. Yep. Rosh and then Nana. Cool. Um, so how close is Nana to me? There, she, you'd be on her and her. Like, you're not. There's no great distance between. Cool. Them. I can use my movement to get to her. Yep. It. Okay. Yeah. I'll run and attack her. Uh, I'll take my saber and just lunge forward and straight for the center of mass and stab her. As you go to do this, mm. interesting thing about Rash. He is Sykes's dog. Yeah. He loves Nana. And the second you lunge straight out, you can please make the attack. He gets an opportunity he attack. Gets an opportunity attack on you straight away. Uh, yeah, that's a 16 to hit. Yeah, it does. Okay. Um, then for damage, that's, sorry, that's a D8 plus 3. That's 9 damage. And then with my bonus action, I'm going to uh, whip around and draw my hand crossbow and shoot her point blank with my hand crossbow. Okay. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. That'd be 5 damage. So 14 damage total. You set on her straight away and as like she like you've never fought her and she's never fought you. She was in defense, but it wasn't enough. She didn't think you'd come this hard at her. Uh, you hit her with your first attack and you spin. You, you dive at her with your sword and then you turn with your other free hand and you're spinning around. Uh, Rash sets his teeth straight into you. Five damage in total as he sinks his teeth into you. Um, and then you need to give me a strength saving throw. Oh, that's a natural one. Okay, you are knocked prone. Okay. Uh, so again, you as you were kind of spun around, you still get the shot off. But you are almost, I mean, as, as big and all as you are and as imposing as you can be, mm. uh, you are like a rag doll to rash. And he has you by the leg and he's just like, again, why am I doing this? <laughs> just love yeah, being a dog. Do not, I do. This is why I do this podcast. So I can do the doggy noises. Um, yeah, he is, he is set on you and his jaws are sinking into your, into your, into your thigh. It is Nana's action. And with prone. Prone, she gets advantage. Yes. Okay, 22. Yeah, that's going to do it. So eight damage. Uh, Wowza. She brings the hammer straight down on top of you. You're trying to defend yourself and get the dog off you at the same time. But she ca- she catches you right into the chest as you bring your arm up and she clocks you straight down. I really didn't think this is what we'd be doing today, Thane, but... Uh, it was your choice. <laughs> well, a wage is a wage. And she takes kind of a step back in kind of readiness. In, in, again, in defense, this is what she's about. Well, so get your dog off me and let's do this properly if we're going to do it. Oh, you said this was fair game. Rash is going to... Again, like... Just like nom, nom, nom. Uh, <laughs> you might have rabies. Yeah. <laughs> Potatoes, thigh, what's the difference? <laughs> yeah. He can't tell the difference. Uh, it is your action. Uh, okay, uh, I'm going to use half my movement to get up, as one does, to get out of prone. And uh, again, I'm just going to... Uh, if she only took a few steps back, I'm just going to yeah. whack at her again. Same thing. Oof, no, that's not good. That's uh, 13 to hit her. No. Okay, and now I'm going to hit her with my hand crossbow. Okay, that's a 20. So. Yeah. Um, again, you it's more just you take a step forward, but the pain in your thigh, because he's still... Yeah. Um, <laughs> you lunge forward with your blade again, and she just kind of steps straight back, completely forgetting the crossbow. Okay, that's nine damage. As quickly as you react with the crossbow, she tries to like not deflect it, but just kind of protect herself. Uh, and she brings her hand up and it gets her right in between the elbow like it's literally gone right through she lets out a howling scream and then holds her arm throwing the hammer like what her energy has into her hand Mm. and is now kind of like holding it and is just she's pissed come on call it quits Nana we're not gonna kill each other because of some old rich bitch fuck you Uh, ah you shot me in the arm and then Rash is literally kind of 
is rearing back kind of to bring his paws straight down on you and then you just all you hear in the distance is Nana Rash get your asses here oh you lucky son of a bitch <laughs> yeah sure Rash. call it that and she she just she, she doesn't turn and run because she's not an idiot she takes a couple of steps away from you towards the edge of the house yeah and I, she runs her movement yeah I, I point my crossbow down just to be like yeah okay leave uh, Rash does this it's like <laughs> come on Rash <laughs> and, and then he kind of looks at you he's like and he's kind of smiling in mm. his eyes kind of. he's like, I didn't want to do this but there. you did good buddy you'll get me next time and he, yeah, he wiggles his butt at you he, he runs uh, after cool you know that healing uh, word scroll that I found last episode yeah. I'm gonna use that okay uh, I will come to that you doing that in a second sure. because around the side of the house you just you, you see him bounding through well Fia and Hephaestus do Rash just literally running through uh, the forest uh, with Anna on top of him and they are bounding through the forest and they run straight past Sykes who she just kind of nods at and it is Hephaestus' action come on Fia this isn't our job they are here to do this this is this is what they're doing let them let them have her yeah what about Nate what about him I'm here standing up for my friend and his new romance friend do you even know him if you did you wouldn't be friends with him doesn't matter right now okay I'm going to aim my crossbow or my short bow at the dog <laughs> oh. All right, we might um, have to fight. And, and, and they say to this collectively, we all looked at Louise as if she was Hitler. <laughs> she out of the group. She's out of the group. Everyone's out of the group. She actually nat twenties this dog. <laughs> he does not have a lot of HP. <laughs> do it. Do it. Okay. Um, that's seventeen <gasps> to hit. Yeah. Which does, because he's a dog, Louise. <laughs> uh, eight. Louise, don't you have two dogs? I do, yes. Eight damage. Oh my god. <laughs> no? <laughs> You're the DM. I, 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 this one does. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> oh my god. Um, right. With her short bow, Fia uh, readies and then releases an arrow. Um, and straight away, Sykes sees what you're, who you're aiming at. And he kind of, it's all kind of slow motion. He's like, <laughs> and Nana is like, no, my God, you monster. <laughs> and Rash is like, <laughs> and the arrow catches the dog straight into the chest. Um, <laughs> monster. Uh, and you just hear a yelp just echo throughout the no. forest. And he goes straight down and, and Nana is thrown from his back uh, and falls prone. He's not getting up, everybody. Oh, no. <laughs> my go? Uh, it is Nate's go, yes. I'm just going to keep running and I'm going to use my action to dash as well as use my full action. Okay. So you're going to double the distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, give me a strength roll, though, because uh, she's a slip of a thing, but you're picking up the pace here. I just want to make sure you're not going to drop her. Or Woof. Ooh, one. Unnatural. <laughs> not a natural one. Unnatural one. Unnatural. Okay. Yeah, you, you're, you're, you're just... It's just awkward. Like you're, the forest is getting thicker. Like the you know, the trees are growing kind of more denser uh, as you're running because you're not running into herb anymore. You're running away from the town. Mm-hmm. In the distance, you actually make out the now charred corpse of the of the boar. You can't really see much behind you because you've just burst. But you are wrecked. Like you're actually feeling tired, even though she's not that heavy. 
and she's just, she just looks, looks up at you in your eyes. My love, put me down. You, you, you're, you're clearly out of breath. Your, your forehead is glistening with sweat. I'll, I will tend to you, please. Okay, I drop her to the floor. Okay. She's <laughs> <laughs> like a bowling ball. Gingerly, <laughs> gingerly drop her. To oh no, not at all. No, I just like I drop her to the floor, hands on my thighs, and. <laughs> um, she just kind of places a hand on your back and then another one on your chest, and she's just like, breathe. Oh, I can smell the like cheese and onion coming off her breath. <laughs> yeah. oh. The lard, don't get the lard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you must take a rest, um, even for a few moments. I, and she, she's kind of looking around. We we seem to have lost my 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 would be captors. Thanks to you, my love, and your sprightly legs. Mm. And her hands just kind of, like, <laughs> and she kind of, her hands kind of run over your body a little bit. <laughs> uh, uh, I, uh, I I I mean, mm, um, I, I I I know a cave nearby. Oh. oh, oh! A secluded cave. That. Yep. <laughs> oh my god! Then show me the way, my love, and please, uh, my 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 own two legs can carry me there. Could you carry me? <laughs> I, I I can try. She's gonna she's gonna roll strength here. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> is it like when a mom's kid gets caught under a car and like the adrenaline? <laughs> it is. It's Sorry, can I also say this is the second old person I've seduced? In this game. <laughs> yeah. Nate's got a type. Socks, though I think he was, like, licking his head doesn't count as seduction. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> very seduced to me. Yeah, you. <laughs> Ridiculously, she got a seventeen lads. Uh, wow. She buff. She, it's, it's, it's all that, like you know, it's all the heavy fur she carries. <laughs> and again, you're not exactly, you know, a, a muscle daddy either. Like you're. A, a <laughs> that is exactly what Nate is I'm, not. I'm more of an otter, I would imagine. Yeah. Oh, um, um, yeah. Uh, a sleek, lean otter. Uh, uh, she kind of like she just awkwardly kind of like you know one hand under your legs, another arm kind of around you and. She scoops you up, and it's she's not running around like, but she is sort of carrying you, and it's you can. She's struggling, but she's got this, and her 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 her, her movements are sturdy and strong. She clears. She manages to clear the clearing, and again through the next thicket of trees, and then yeah, at the bottom of that hill, you can see the mouth to Swallow's Cave. Let's let's rest up here for a while. Of course, and she just kind of she kind of puts you down. She's like my arms, <laughs> and she takes your hand. Uh, and starts to kind of walk down the hill towards the the cave. Okay, I I whip my hand back. I look her in the eye and I say, "No, I'm not good enough for you." <laughs> Nathaniel, I failed you, my dear. Nathaniel, what? Uh, I am ashamed. I, please, no, don't, my darling. I. You, you don't understand. Don't look at me. As she kind of, she just, she looks away really awkwardly like, <laughs> she's looking at anything other than you now. And I, and I, I, I run into the cave. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, you run into the cave and she's just standing there awkwardly like trying to figure out what's going on, what's happening. And after a few minutes of that sort of like, do I follow him? Do I not follow him? She runs uh, into the cave after you, uh, or begins to. We return to the scene in the forest, and Anna is charging straight towards you with her hammer fully drawn. 
screaming every curse word that she knows, Jerry Springer style. Uh, meanwhile, Sykes is tending to Rash. Oh, <laughs> it's a Christmas yeah. miracle. What did he get? And 21. Oh, yes. wow. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> You're not allowed to talk anymore, Louise. You're not a dog. Like, Wait till your dogs hear this. Yeah. You're in trouble. Sykes is kind of like, he, he's bent over and he's, he's kind of pulled the arrow out of uh, Rash. This dog has been in worse scraps than this, everybody. And he is going to pull through. He is a goddamn fighter. And he will rip out Fia's throat. In his okay. um, and then Louise will be permanently out of the group. Oh, man. Um, something trying to load a dog down not kill it and look what happened and Sykes is doing his action Eugenia is gone Rash is almost dead thanks to Louise it is Nana's action and she is going to try and crush your head okay. with a natural 20 <gasps> um, so because she, she's well mad 14 damage oh, she runs straight up and then leaps into the air bringing the hammer over her head and then swings it straight across and smashes into you and brings the hammer straight down into your back, sending you both rolling and falling to the ground. And she's on top of you, and she is just punching, scratching, ripping your hair out. Yeah. As as protective as the dog, as, as Rash is of her, like, next to Sykes, who she's madly in love with, this dog is her best friend. And you shot it point, almost point blank, Louise, in the heart. Just give me a strength saving throw. Nine. Uh, no, yeah, you're not prone, so you have disadvantage. Great. It is... Uh, I have two health. Vesta, uh, as you're kind of watching everything happen, you see that um, Rash is kind of on his feet and Sykes has taken a small little uh, piece of paper from his uh, side satchel, has kind of unfurled it and again is uh, casting uh, a small little spell and on his turn he'll try and heal the dog. <laughs> so sad. Um, I'm going to cast Sleep on... Fia. Okay, you cast sleep on an elf. Okay. Uh, Alright, hang on. So it is within a 20 foot radius. And you can target is more everybody than... within 20 feet of her? Nana is a dwarf, so she's not immune. Okay, so what's her health at? Currently? Yeah. Um, is it more or, or, is or it less currently than... Or is it I'd say it's no, less currently. than 26. Yeah, yeah. It's it's exactly 26. Oh, wow. Okay. Ooh. Fuck that bitch. Well, oh, I might have just fucked up, boys. No, because she goes sleep. She goes yeah, sleep. Sykes doesn't. Uh, Nana just instantly collapses on top of you. Nice. As um, soon as she does, I throw my hands up and I'm like, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I just, there's no reason for us to be fighting you. I want you guys to get your job done. Sykes kind of looks at you and you see that he's got the piece of paper kind of completely unfurled and it just kind of, it just glows for a second and he places it kind of on the wound and... Uh, rash uh, the wound kind of closes up and he, he kind of sh- shakes and kind of rolls himself Good boy. Uh, and then Sykes just kind of whistles and then just points uh, and Rash just starts running uh, and he runs right past the both of you Thane what are you up to? I use that uh, healing word scroll that I have just to yes. <laughs> heal, my, heal myself up a bit because uh, I'm hurting cool that's seven so I heal seven because it's plus my uh, spell modifier which yes. is a three and I'm just gonna follow the, the trail that they made off into oh, the woods trail it is yeah okay so I, I follow along you run straight in and yeah you're, you come across a rather bizarre scene as you start to <laughs> approach yeah. Sykes is kind of standing like he's got a crossbow point a sword point at you and he's just kind of he's just it's in this kind of a weird standoff 
Looks like we got ourselves an old Tezrab standoff, Sykes. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, where's Nana's sleeping body in relation to all this? Um, on uh, on top of uh, <laughs> on top of Fia. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm holding my uh, hand crossbow up, pointed at Sykes with another hand. I pull my manacles out of my bag and I toss them to Fia. And I'm like, "You uh, tie her up. You lock her up. I don't want her doing anything." I'm trying to fix this. I would suggest you not do that. I stop what I'm doing. (laughs) Well, Sykes, if you remember, I suggested we didn't fight, and then you guys decided to fight. So you attempted to take our contract. So Uh, it's a contract you weren't able to do yourselves. Let's be real. And you're trying to come between young love, well, middle-aged, middling, weird, some kind of love. At this exact moment, you have headed into the cave. And Eugenia is trying to figure out whether she's going to go in or not. And then a howl just erupts. It echoes down the cave at you. And then it just seems to kind of reverberate through the forest. Uh, and Sykes just kind of uh, tips uh, and then runs towards, just, just starts to run towards you. And in one motion just kind of bends straight down. I shoot him. Uh, okay, give me um, an attack roll. Cool. Uh, that is a 15. Okay, you'll hit. Seven damage. Right, you release uh, a crossbow bolt. Uh, it flies across, catching him in the in, in the leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he kind of runs and he just, like he's kind of running out and he puts too much pressure and he falls straight down, kind of tumbling. There you just see running on the three line, we're running towards you, was Rash, who on seeing this just runs in the opposite direction. You hear uh, from inside the cave the shriek of a woman. And then just... Nothing uh, except the, the cave and the echo uh, drifting in, in, in on top of you. The rest of you are kind of standing. Sykes is holding his leg. Nana is coming, kind of coming to her senses again, very, very slowly. But she's looking around and it's a job well done. A messy, well done, but well done. So what are we doing now? You see, Sykes is holding his leg and he's like he's kind of pointing at it and he's kind of looking at her. And he's pointing at his leg. I have no idea. How about you let us go? Um, we get paid for our job, and I'm sure Mr. Flotsam is going to retaliate in no way against you. I'm sure he's going to be rather interested in the fact that one of your companions, Thane, is now his charming brother-in-law. I'm sure he'll be really interested to hear how you totally floofed a really easy job of getting an old lady, too. The old lady has been retrieved. That was the job. You idiots went off and married her. And well, not all of us. You're in more shit than you realize, my friend. And she's kind of on her on her feet. And she slings the hammer kind of across a loop uh, on her over her shoulder and kind of winces at the motion because of her arm. And then she kind of picks Sykes up and she just kind of again two fingers to her forehead and just tips them at you. Tezrab, in a week's time, points on me. Mm, we'll see. Might want to get that dog bite looked at as well. Uh, Rash hasn't had his shots. Uh, and they just kind of they're both like they're like literally in bits uh, and they both start kind of hobbling back in towards Herb what are you guys doing? where's Nate? where's Nathaniel? I don't know why we care anymore I don't know why I'm with you two anymore so I'll I'll come out of the cave to see what happened to the woman (laughs) (laughs) it's curiosity though it's not Um, not feelings on the ground uh, you just see kind of half a broken tiara so I sort of pick it up Realizing that it's like, it's obviously like a very expensive yeah, it's piece very of jewelry. Expensive. I mean, you don't know anything about jewelry around with that, like, but this, as you're kind of looking at this, and this, you see that your <laughs> bling, three bling. companions have 
uh, approach uh, the edge of this hill. I look at the tiara. I look at the ring on my finger. And I, if there were a camera, I would look straight to it and kind of go, oh, yeah. <laughs> This was Romancing the Dungeon. I've been and will continue to be Declan, your DM. We're back in two weeks with another episode, but if you need more romance in your life and you just can't wait, why not spread the love and leave us a review? You can start following us on Twitter and Instagram at Romancing the Dungeon or join our group on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Romance Dungeon. And big shout out to Martin Ryan, the guy behind our awesome, awesome theme song. So if you like what you hear, don't forget to find Martin on SoundCloud, Facebook and Spotify. We'll be ending the episode there. Thank you very much for listening. To- <laughs> Tune in <Have> next time. <laughs> Tune in next time for Rash's funeral. Uh, it'll be three hours and long. For this time of year, I want to remind everybody that dogs aren't just for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> They're for Louise's target practice. <laughs> <laughs>